Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is OT with Mons and Moose. I'm Mons. I'm Moose. I'm super excited. Dude, it's the been Masters, a minute. The Masters is this weekend. It's been a year, and the Masters is finally back. Let me get excited for that. I'm thoroughly excited. I am not. I don't. I'm not a big uh, golf nobody guy. Asked you. Nobody asked you. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. I'm getting the clubs out. I'm starting to get ready. I'm gonna start swinging the clubs in the in the living room. Start oh yeah. Putting. Oh, yeah. Start putting. Shelby will beat your ass. Oh, Shelby's gonna go. What the fuck are you doing? I'm putting. She'll be like, Why are you putting? I'm like, because I can. Just put down your hallway. No problem. Get a big long strip. She'll be like, What the fuck? See if the cat goes after it. That'd be some shit. Oh my god. They have the little the the ones where you when you're taking a shit, you have the little the little putting game. Um, I'd probably get really angry. No doubt. There's no doubt. I would get so fucking angry. So angry. You just, just start busting the putter on the floor. Start fucking. God damn it! Oh, man. But it has been a minute. You're right. It has. It's been a while. You got wedding stuff. I had to fly out to, to Washington, D.C., help my brother move. Yeah. That's why there wasn't a you show had... last week. Yeah, you had to go talk to the president. You know, yeah. Make us the national podcast of the world. <laughs> Kick Rogan out. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. <laughs> no, some uh, some big things have actually been going down lately. Oh, so many things. And by this time, it's pretty much old news, but we're still going to talk about it anyway because that's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah we got to do it. Uh, Tyreek Hill on the move. Tyreek Hill. Very close to becoming Jet. Which I was, Very close. I was upset about. I won't lie, I was a little upset. It's true. Because I thought you guys were gonna pull the trigger, bro. I thought it was happening. Well, it doesn't like we it was ready. The the deal was accepted. We're like, okay, we got yeah. Tyreek Hill. Cause like for that like hour, we were like in limbo. Because they're like, Oh, yeah. the the Jets are heavily involved. Like they're in deep conversation. I'm like I'm like, Are you serious? Please Is please, this happening? Please let this be real. Cause I mean, I will take Tyreek Hill on my team. At any cost, really. You get a top five yeah. playmaker like that? Hell yeah. For Zach Wilson? Let's get it. Let's go, baby. Let's get it. And the, and the kicker was, you're not giving up either of your first-round picks. Four and ten were no. safe. So if you wanted to, trade out of ten and recoup the, a couple twos if you really wanted to. It was, pri- it was prime. It was prime. Super and, prime. And then Miami's like, no, nah, you know what? We got a deal for you, too. And Kansas City's like, you know what? We're going to accept that offer, too. So I'm like, what, are you going to cut Tyreek Hill in half? Have, like, yeah. one half of his body? And then yeah, they left him like, Tyreek. They're like, yo, Tyreek, where do you want to go? He's like, bro, give me that Miami Beach. Yeah, I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> of all places, He's man, done. You, had to go to, you had to go to my division. Of course. And, then it, is- it, it, and it just sucks because it's like every – team seemingly is getting better this offseason in your division yes and it's just like can can i get somebody here <laughs> and it's not like you're not trying you guys are definitely trying oh well look i'm happy with the the offseason that the jets have had like wide receiver is yeah. the only one that they've kind of like dropped the ball with but i can't i can't fault them for not getting tyreek because tyreek literally chose miami over the jets hey listen you guys put in an offer yeah I, and you it know, was a good I, offer I 
Douglas showed everybody, hey, we're trying to go get a Tyreek Hill. And listen, there's some other guys out there, right? Yeah. They're still talking. They're chirping <laughs> a little bit. They may want out. To... Hey, look, if DK wants to become available, let's go. I, I think that that is one of the most ridiculous things that they're saying that they're not fielding offers for him. Which I... how are you? How are you going to tell me that if the Jet, if you as a Jet, if Douglas looked at me, and I think this is a little crazy. If you gave me your 10th pick and one of your twos, I would say, no problem. You have them. Good day, sir. Bye-bye. I don't – like, I'm fine. I don't need anything else. Just those two picks, that's – I'm chilling. Hell, I'll throw in a fifth for you because I feel <laughs> bad. I'll throw in a fifth. For DK, you're going to tell me, well, we won't shop him. You're fucking stupid. The Seahawks are in no, no place right now. I just, to be sitting pretty. I don't believe them. And I, I say that because they said the same thing with Russell Wilson. And then, what, three days later, they traded him? That dude got traded. So I'm like, I don't really believe you. I'm like... John Elway was like, hold my beer, son. Every, almost every player in the league has a price. I guess you yeah. can kind of say, like, Mahomes is kind of priceless. There's nothing that you can really give up for that. But a wide receiver... And you're going to turn down a top 10 pick? Eh, it's a little fishy. And on a team yeah. that, that you need you need to start recouping picks. Because, first of all, you got fleeced, Badly. You got fleeced by the Jets. Let's be honest. Fleeced. So, fleeced. why not try to get a quarterback and maybe DK's replacement if you really want to. Now you have a quarterback and a, and a wide receiver on a f- new five-year deal that you're paying next to nothing. Yeah. So why are you not listening to calls? It doesn't make sense. I can understand the AJ Brown thing or the or the 49ers with Debo cuz like you guys are competing. You guys yeah. are right there. Like there's no reason to shop your guys around. But Seattle no. they're they're terrible. They're awful. Yeah, no, they're, I don't think they're going to be that good. And listen, and DK's like, "Nah, bro, I want to stay in Seattle." Listen, he's saying all the right things. Of I course. agree with him. You got to say the right shit because if he was like, "Yeah, bro, get me out of here." That's a problem. Yep. You know what I mean? If he's – listen, if he's behaving, he's acting fine, that's good because he knows. He's on a contract here. Oh, yeah. The worst thing that they could do is they're going to – they'll uh, franchise tag him. And the franchise tag <clears throat> is probably anywhere between 18 to 20 mil. Yeah. So I'll be getting at least a, a nice figure for another year. A.J. Brown is in the same situation because A.J. Brown, I believe, is on a contract here as yep. well. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they're – but listen – I'm not against you guys trying to go get one of those guys. I just don't know if I'm giving up the number tenth pick for a DK Metcalf. I just and I, I like and I like DK Metcalf, and he's pretty proven, but I don't think he's fully proven. Well, I mean, last year you got to take it with a grain of salt because of who was throwing to him. I mean, you had Geno Smith throwing to him, so there's there's not a lot you can really do with that. No, I know, but he also had some sideline antics. Sure. He's got a little bit of a mouth, but it's not it's not crazy yet. No, not yet. So you would hope that somebody like a Sala and maybe a Mosley can kind of keep that in check if push comes to shove. I mean, look, he's what, 25 or 24? I believe, yeah. I mean, give the kid the contract. If you're Seattle and you don't want to let this kid go, give him the contract because – you don't want like an Earl Thomas situation where he gets hurt and then you kind of fuck him. 
That's why a lot yeah. of these. That's why I'm all for players getting their money as soon as possible. And I think that's oh, why. Absolutely. That's why you're starting to see it a lot more, especially with receiver, because one little cut, your knee blows out on a contract year. What, what are you gonna do? You can't do anything. And, and I really think that the whole Devontae Adams trade and extension kind of really got everybody to this point because when you, and I'm not saying DK's talked because DK really hasn't said anything, but I'm going to the, to the AJ Brown and maybe Debo situation. Whereas you're looking at those guys and you're going, Hey, listen, AJ Brown's basically saying either you pay me or fucking shot me, bro. Because they're all seeing like Amari Cooper's 20 million. That's like almost nothing anymore. That's yeah. almost become nothing, and and I mean, I think they're in a in a really risky situation, to my opinion, because I think I said it the last time, uh, on our podcast. How many twenty million dollar a year contracts can you have, on one team and be able to keep talent around you? That's my question. There's always ways around it. I mean, look at the Saints for God's sake. They were seventy million over the cap, and now they're under the cap. Yeah, like no, there's like, always and look at look at the LA Rams. <laughs> like that team is a super team and they're still making trades. Like what is going on? The the salary cap oh, is is it's a lie. It's a bullshit face lie. It is. It's it's all a lie because you can manipulate that so many different ways. Yep. And you can just yep. get under contract like under the salary cap no matter what. It's just it's so mind blowing to me that it really is a lie. It's a lie. Well, I think that's why a lot of Cowboy fans are upset. Like, you guys could clearly manipulate the money. There's yeah. no doubt you probably could have kept Amari Cooper. There's First of all, there's so, no doubt. So why the fuck could you not keep Amari Cooper? Oh, it's because you didn't want to anymore. Yeah. You didn't want to. You didn't see him in your future. And I, and I think I'll go back to Debo. I think Debo has shown teams this is the type of receiver you want. Yeah. Those like hybrid kind of guys. Yep. And they looked at their self at themselves and went, you know what? We got a fucking guy in CeeDee Lamb who I think no doubt can be a, a, a guy just like a Debo, play exactly like him. We give this guy the ball. And I'll be honest, I think if you look at that Gallup extension, I don't think that's a crazy extension. No. Twelve and at twelve and a half a year? Yeah, you gotta listen, take man, that. That's that's not bad. For what, a number I, two? Listen, I, Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. And listen, that. when he is healthy and that's you know it's he's a pretty solid deep threat. And I still think not that I've done much research for the Cowboys pick, because to me there's only two options, really, and that is interior O line or wide receiver. I see them going with another wide receiver, which, in my, in my mind, you you think that's fucking insane. Like you went out, you guys really got Jaquan, you got Gallup, you got Ceedee Lamb. But look at the way the NFL's going, and then the you, fact that Devontae Parker got traded for a third round pick—that's insanity to me. Yeah, what is happening with these wide receivers? It's because it's becoming a passing league. That's why you need receivers on your team to be successful. Not yeah. saying not saying a run game can't get you there, but you need a stud wide at least one stud wide receiver nowadays. You need th- a, you need a receiver you. to get eleven hundred through the air. You need it. I think I think you need I think you need two number ones. I really yeah. do. Yeah. I I don't even think one does it anymore. 
I think you need to. I really, really feel that way. And if and if you need to pay twenty five mil, and you especially if you're a young team with a young quarterback and you're, that you're not paying, you might as well. You need to see what you have yeah. in quarterback, like with with Mac Jones or Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. You need to know what you have in your quarterback. That's why I want the Jets. Only... That's yep. why I want the Jets to go out and get yep. one of these guys, especially a DK who's who's proven, who's a big body who would fit your your scheme well. That can that can prove what Zach Wilson is, because if he is not the right, if he's not the answer, then you're gonna have to draft another one in, in two years, and you need to figure yeah. that out. But and look he, at all these awesome receivers coming out of every fucking draft. Yeah, you have to land one of them. And I think I think with the Cowboys, I mean, I think that's their backup plan. I think they're sitting there saying we lost Amari Cooper. We could just draft one. It's deep. This this wide receiver class is deep. That you can find. Again. Yeah. Again. Maybe. So I I get it. There. It's deep, but it's not as top heavy as previous years. Like the the, the Justin Jeffersons, Jamar Chases. There's yeah. nobody that's really like that in this draft. But the skill is there. Pretty much yeah. like spread throughout the whole receiving core. Well, I so, think that's also another reason why. The Cowboys think about it like that because they have a you know a, the twenty fourth pick. Yeah, and there's you a know, good chance that there'll be one there. Exactly. Which I mean, because you don't want to reach. <laughs> no, you you really don't want to reach. But I I think in this draft there's there's kind of two set like two tiers of wide receivers like like the top tier would be like Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Drake London. I know Chris Olave is getting a lot of buzz now. Um. Jameson Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and then you have the the um the Sky Moors and the um Pickens and the uh the other the other kid. I forgot his name. It doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of good talent that'll be there throughout the first two rounds, really. Oh, absolutely. But it's it's teams like the Jets. And like the Bears, somebody that needs wide receiver help, that do you want to risk having to draft a wide receiver that may not work out, or just trade draft picks to get a proven receiver? Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'd much rather take the proven receiver, give him a, a contract extension, and go from there. Because you're not paying anybody on your team at this true. point. That's true. You're paying Mosley, who's who may just be gone next year. So Very much. It's, it's, there's no, there's really no backfire on that. Yeah. You're giving up draft picks, but you put yourself in a position at four and 10 that you could trade the 10 and just recoup half those picks. Yeah. It makes sense. And I, and I think, I think Douglas really understands that now that he put himself in a position where he can start making some moves if he really needs to. And I think he needs to. Well, I I think it, it it makes sense. You just don't want to be like um, how do I say it? You don't you don't want to be like I guess you could say like the Mets. Almost feel like you have to prove yourselves and and spend just to spend. Yeah, just because you have the money doesn't mean you need to spend the money. Exactly. So, I mean, the Grom and, and Scherzer are hurt already. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Well, baseball starts what? Tomorrow or or Friday? 
I believe so. I, it's again, it is hard to get into it because I think my team's disappointed me yet again. <laughs> um, yeah, we won't really talk about baseball, but my team's not looking too hot either. To be honest. Oh, stop! You're gonna go to the World Series. I hope so. But uh, yeah, the uh, the Tyreek thing. Back Tyreek. I mean, look, they gave up. They gave up a first, a second, a fourth. Two fourths actually and a sixth. Jesus Christ. I mean Yeah. Look, that's another team. You need to know what you have in Tua. And up to this point, you are very uneasy with Tua. Yeah. It's very kinda, uneasy. It's kinda like the same thing with, with Jalen Hurts. You don't know what you have in these dudes yet. And Philly with Jalen Rager, I mean it's just brutal. Um Tua can't get the ball down the field. And that's what Tyreek is for. Like, he's your burner. He's going he's gonna to make you push the ball down the field. And I don't know if Tua can get it to him. Yeah. It's going to have to be that short to, to medium route running. And his speed is just going to have to kill everybody. Which he can. We've seen it. But. Yep. I don't know. It's just a matter. Of, like, we were talking when it first happens. Like, you were saying. How long does it last until Tyreek kind of just gets fed up? Yeah. And, and it's just like, I don't know. How much of an attitude is he really going to get? I mean, without Mahomes, who's going to keep his ass in check? I don't no, see. I don't really, really see a lot true. of people down there. Absolutely and, not. And if you if you see a down year from him, I, I can hear him start to maybe chirp a little bit. Oh, 100%. I mean, hundred percent. You'll be saying, "Damn, I should have went to the Jets." I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> well, well, because he had he had that little slight comment in his press conference when he went to the Miami. I'm like, dude, oh, the Jets? Nah, man, it was never gonna be the Jets. I'm like, dude, first of all, you didn't have a goddamn choice. If if the Chiefs didn't offer, if accept both offers, you were going to the Jets. You had no say in it, aside 100%. from when Miami came in. Shit. Good. Go, go, go rot in Miami. All right. Here we go. This that, is why Jet fans drink. I don't drink. That's the thing. I, I really should. Know. You really should. Try it for a day. Well, I'll do it at your wedding. How's that? Okay. <laughs> I, I have it on recording. You're done. That's that's That'll be my request to you. I, I, I was talking to my brother, and I'm like, your uh, your little brother may be getting drunk for the first time soon. He's like, yeah, where? I'm like, I'm going to John's wedding. I said, I may may drink a little bit with him. He's like, oh shit, record it. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't do that. Sorry, I can't do that. Uh, he well, also I mean, like I said, it's gonna be premium fucking open bar. If there if there is, let me tell you, if there is a day to try it. That would be the day, dude. It's it's all about finding the right drink. I think it is. Cause like beer, uh, I'm not a big beer you, guy. Yeah, I, you, I, I, I'll be honest. I think you need one of those like fruity drinks. Yep. Get me a girly drink. Get, put, yeah, no, I, I think you do. Put a piece of fruit oh. in it and an umbrella, and I'm chilling. I think, I think you need to start off with a Moscow Mule. A hundred percent. Oh, I, I keep hearing about these. My uncle oh. makes them all the time. Oh God, they're so good. What is it? They like, are, what's in it? Oh, oh my God! It, they come in that oh. little tin cup, right? 
Well, no, you or the copper cups? Cup. Yeah, no, you can put them in a copper cup because this is what people want to listen to the podcast. So this is what <laughs> everybody knows. The Mos- Listen, Moscow Mules, this is, this is worth it. So we go to Wyatt's fucking wedding, and his, uh, his wife wants big Moscow Mules. So that was her drink. It's a his and her drink. And that was her drink. And I was like, let me try this shit. And I was like, I don't taste the alcohol at all in this. So I bring it. I bring another one back to the table and I have like Shelby and all them try it. And they were like, oh my God. I was like, I think I polished at least four or five off. Jesus Christ. And I I didn't get crazy. I was, I didn't really feel that like drunk or anything. I just had like a nice little buzz going, but dude, I bought the fig vodka, which was like 40 bucks. um, And I drank it straight. I brought it home. I drank it straight. I bring it home, and Shelby goes, "Oh!" And it was right before my 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 birthday, and she was and she started laughing. She goes, "I can't fucking believe you." And I was like, "What?" She goes, "I bought you two bottles of that for your birthday." Jesus. So yeah, dude. I, I'll tell you right now. In a in a two week span, I went from three bottles to three quarters of one. I could you can I could drink it straight. Like it's that good. Is it like? But is it, it's is it's it, just ginger beer. With a little bit of lime juice and fig vodka or any vodka, you could do it with any vodka. That's the thing about about a Moscow Mule. In fact, I think our choice at the wedding because we're gonna have drinks up there, so that you can go up to the bar and just say, "I'll have that instead." Oh, okay. Mine's mine's gonna be a gin ricky. Okay. Uh, I forgot I forgot what hers is gonna be. I think hers may be a Moscow Mule, or our choice is gonna be a Moscow Mule. Ooh. But we're I think we're gonna have a Moscow Mule. Bro, yeah. they are they're game changers they're <laughs> game changers ginger beer with that oh my god it's so good i don't know we'll, we'll have to play that out <laughs> i you may have to taste one before and be like dude but yeah it's pretty it's pretty bonkers <laughs> but uh um... all right well that's the podcast everybody <laughs> everybody have... <laughs> yeah w- one last thing about the tyreek thing was he also got extended as well um so it was pretty much just a uh, four-year, 120, 120 mil extension, 72.2 million guaranteed. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Again, th- that team is gonna hev- heavily rely on Tua. That that defense has played pretty well coming down the stretch last year. Yeah. That offense is just still a little shaky. But I mean, look, you have Waddle and you have Tyreek now. It could be a dangerous offense. And they brought uh, back Kasiki, so he doesn't have an excuse. No, he does not. So, oh man, we'll see what happens. I hope they hope they suck. Who wins? For your um, sake, I hope they suck. We did have another trade. The the quarterback carousel just keeps going. It never stops. Never. Matt Ryan traded to the Colts. Now I kind I I really like this fit for him. Yeah, I, I, I think th- it's a great fit for him. I really do. I think, I think Matt Ryan is still a little underappreciated. Yes, he's older. He can still get it done though. He's still a very viable quarterback. Well, especially for them, and they're a very heavy run team right now. And let's be honest, uh, we all know he could still kind of sling it if you give him some weapons. I mean, look at what he did with Julio. Now he'll have Michael Pittman. Yeah, you know. I think that's another I team think, that I could use another. Yeah, 
I think that's another team that could use another big body receiver out there. Oh, I I definitely believe that. I mean, with, I definitely believe that. With with Jonathan Taylor there, like you said, Pittman, you have that offensive line that's just uh, that that defense is good. Oh yeah. Now, do I think that Wentz Wentz really let them down down the stretch last year, especially those last couple games? But yes. overall, I think Matt Ryan can be clutch enough to win at least one of those games for you to get you over that hump and into the playoffs. Because look, that that, so. that division is just not good. Because you don't no. know what the Texans are. The Jags are still rebuilding, and Tennessee. I mean, without. Uh, granted, they had the one seed last year, but they weren't an impressive one seed. Yeah. So, I think, I think if they get another weapon or two in there, I think that they can kind of coast to this division a little bit. But again, I think so. The 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 coaching on Tennessee is is outstanding. It's the reason why they win so many games is because Vrabel is just out of his mind. <laughs> oh, abs- oh, absolutely. I it's just going to be interesting to see. What exactly happens? Yeah, because if AJ Brown wants out and you don't do something about that, you know, you just put up or shut up. Yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they should have to sign him. I, I think, yeah. I, look, he's a good receiver. His injuries are a little shaky at times, but he's still a yeah. good receiver. He'll get you close to a thousand yards, if not over a thousand. Um, if he would have played, he played thirteen games this year. He had. Close to 900 yards. I mean, in previous years, 2019, he had over 1,000. Same thing with 2020, he had over 1,000. So, if you, you need to keep your 1,000-yard receivers on your team. But you, oh, absolutely. you're running with Ryan Tannehill, which, again, I still don't I don't like him as a quarterback. I just don't think he's that good. No, I don't think he's a good quarterback at all. Again, I, think, that's I, think that's, I think that's one of their biggest problems is that they still haven't addressed their their big issue and their big issue is that. Yeah. You know, um, and if God forbid you lose AJ Brown, forget it. Yeah. Then you're in a little bit of trouble, but if you do get rid of AJ Brown, you'll probably be in a prime position to, to get a receiver at any point. Probably. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No. Um, I know I did a show. I did two shows by myself. Um, especially the one about the Watson trade. And I don't think, yeah. I don't think you've been on a show since that happened. Now, do you like the Watson trade to Cleveland, or how do you feel about that? Uh, I think I think that the Watson trade to to Cleveland, it's you know, listen, Cleveland's trying to get competitive and they're trying to do the right thing by getting a you know a big time uh, quarterback. But it leaves you obviously questioning what do you do with Baker Mayfield and who will take him? Obviously, you got to get rid of him. You got to trade him, no doubt. He thought he was going to call his shot. Which but, uh, let's be honest, you called first of all. You called your shot too late. Every team has their quarterback too. except maybe like two. <laughs> exactly. Um, the only thing that I thought was sketchy and I don't like, and I think maybe you know they need to talk about that shit, is the fact that they were able to make his base salary a million dollars. Yep. For the first year, so that when he gets suspended, because. I think uh-huh. he'll probably get a suspension. He he um, has to get suspended. There's no way around oh, it. One of the one of the arguments is is some people were saying, but he did he didn't play last year. He did sit out a year. But I also kind of say, yeah, but it was self. Like yeah, he, he chose, chose that. 
He chose to not. So yeah, that's his own problem. He's got. I think he has to get suspended. Um, I think no matter what the suspension is, by the way, it will either be enough for some people. Like if they say he's going to get suspended two games, people are going to bitch about it. Yeah, six games, too. It may be too much. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't. I I don't know if there's a perfect thing. I think they're going to suspend him for four to six. In my opinion, um, I don't see it being any more than six, probably. But again, it depends. You know, if some of these accusations fucking landed, you're probably talking maybe a year suspension. He still has 22, though. That's the thing. No, I know. I, it, I totally he, get it. He wasn't criminally charged, but he still has all those lawsuits against him. Exactly. So I think that that was a little weird and scummy in a way so that he won't lose money. Or that much money. Yeah, that's um, but I, I like I like it for them because I think it gets them a top quarterback. Yes. It's just there's that glaringly big, big question. And I think that they needed to move on from Baker. I think it was time. I think this is the way to do it. Um I don't I still don't think Amari Cooper's gonna be like the number one guy for them after this season. I yeah. think they're still going to look to add, but I think it's a good team still. Yeah. I mean, look, that defense is raw. That offensive line is still good. Nick Chubb is severely underrated. I, I just feel like yeah. nobody talks about him. And he's no, just and quietly we... like the, the, the second best rusher in the league. It's like, yeah. can this dude get some props, please? It's because he's in Cleveland. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, nobody cares. But I, nobody I've, cares about Cleveland. I've heard that. Cleveland may keep Baker around in case Deshaun gets uh, suspended. So if he does get suspended for, say, six games and keep Baker around, I mean, Baker can win you football games. Well, I think one of the best things that you can do is if that's the case, then maybe Baker helps himself and you out. Because if he starts winning you some games, you know, hey, his uh, – you know, his trade stock, stock may go up, Yeah. you know? Which, so I think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a great idea because to have that commodity sitting right there with Watson could be a little weird. But I also, again, here's my other thing. Um, if you're Cleveland, he's suspended. Let's say we, we'll go with six games. Baker steps in. You're at 500. You're three and three. How many games can you honestly afford Watson to be rusty? Look, if if he does get suspended six games, that's a, that's over a year and a half of football that he's missed. Exactly. So you got to think that he's got to shake some of the rust off over what the first month that he plays. Yeah. So that's ten games right there. So that's that's, that's half your season. Games. And let's just say at at best, again, they're at five hundred. They're five and five. I'm not saying it's impossible. No, that but... may still be a good situation, but to to get all that rust off, it's going to be a bitch. And you're working with people you don't have chemistry with. Exactly. And you're going against the juggernaut in the A... Everybody is a juggernaut in the AFC now. Yeah, AFC is stacked, brother. It's like... It's all stacked. <laughs> your, your own division is stacked. It's true. Let alone the AFC West in itself can just round out the playoffs. And that's not including the Bills or the Colts or the Titans. Or even yeah. the Patriots, for that matter. So it's like, do you 
do you honestly just take this year off, kind of, if you're the Browns and just try to recoup and just go for it next year? No, you can't. You got too many people coming off contracts. So, because I think I think Chubb's got to get paid. And I'll be honest, there's a question about paying running backs, right? And I think it's still very valid. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, Derrick Henry's doing good. Yeah. Well, that was one exception. What if yeah. I told you one out of every six big contract uh, running backs pays off? Are you going to really want to pay your running back? Probably not. No. Because the running back is just not valuable as much anymore. Like, no, like, really. like we said earlier, it's a passing league now. You, th- That money that you would originally allocate to running back, you have to do for a receiver now. You have to. Or you're not yeah. going to survive in this league. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. So, we also got the news that Bruce Arian retired. Uh, Tom Brady kicked him out. <laughs> Tom Brady came back... And he's like, he looked at Bruce Aarons dead in his face, and he's like, "You're done here. You're yeah, done." He said, "Get the fuck out. Get out. <laughs> Get out." Me personally, I'm not a big Bruce Arians guy. Um, nah, he's too arrogant for me. He he's got that arrogant ego to him, which I've read like a bunch of articles about him. Like when he's away from the media and everything, and he's talking to you like one on one, he's a he's a great dude to be around. He's smart and all that. I don't know. He called out Brady a couple times, which I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Let Brady run the team. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't be a fucking idiot, dude. But um, they replaced him with Todd Bowles, which I think was kind of guaranteed to happen. Cause there it was, was either going to be tired. Uh, it was either going to be Todd Bowles or Leftwich. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was one of the two, and since Bowles was already there, he gets another try at head coach. Look, when he was with the Jets, he was very underwhelming. But again, that yeah. also went with the team that was around him. He didn't have a lot of good players. He also really didn't have a personality either, which I don't know how much that has really changed since he went to Tampa. But he was going to be in the conversation for a next head coaching job next year anyway. You might as well just promote yeah. within and just give it to him and see what he could do. That team is still stacked. And you get your, yeah, get your little pretty boy back. I hate him. I hate him, but <laughs> and look, with Brady coming back, they got more of their guys to come back with him, so it's a good move. I I think I don't know what Bruce is gonna do. I think he's going to what like front office or some some stuff like that. Oh, I I, I thought he was like retiring, retiring. I thought he was just staying away, staying off. No, I, I think he's like within the front office, like. Uh, some see, stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't really agree with that. I don't like that. Fuck that! Just get like, out of you here. don't really, you don't really know what. I don't even really know what the front office does. Honestly, nobody, nobody fucking does. <laughs> nobody put, fucking put me knows. in the front office. <laughs> uh, we also had quite a big trade yesterday or the day before with the Saints and the Eagles. It was a weird trade. So the Saints got sixteen, nineteen, and one ninety four, and the Eagles got pick eighteen, one hundred one. 237, a 2023 first, and a 2024 second, which, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, that, that, those last two, that's where you go, damn, Philadelphia really won. Yeah, I think they won the trade. But like we were, we were talking before we started recording, I think it's a contingency plan for both teams. I think if the Saints really like a quarterback this year, they have the ammo to do it now. 
yeah. depending how far up they want to come. Same thing with the Eagles for next year. If Jalen Hurts is not your guy this year, now you have even more ammo to go up and get one next year. Because I don't think the Eagles oh, yeah. are going to be Absolutely. a terrible team this year. I, I think they'll probably be around the same as they were this year. Probably nine mm-hmm. wins, maybe. I don't know what their schedule looks like, but I would say probably around eight, nine wins. So they'll probably be in the middle of the, the draft order, which that probably won't land you a top-tier quarterback in the draft. So you're going to have yeah. to go up and get one. But, I mean... Oh, absolutely. You kind of, like... The Saints must really like somebody in order to trade that stuff for. I, I don't think it's a receiver. I They have to have their eyes on a quarterback. It's got to be something because it, the picks aren't that far apart, right? Yeah, no. It's like 16 and 19 or something like that? Yeah. So... That that's what I honestly think they're gonna do. I think they're gonna look to trade with somebody within the top five. I think I think the Jets are probably on the phone. I can see the Giants on the phone, maybe even Houston, because if they yeah. want if they want their quarterback, say if they want Malik Willis, they want to get in front of of Carolina. That's probably where the first quarterback goes off the board is Carolina at six. Yeah, they need to get up there if they if they love one of these guys, and it's gonna be one of those. Jets, Giants, or Houston. And yeah. I mean, look, if you're if you're one of those teams, why not? I mean, if you're getting sixteen and nineteen, if you're the Jets or the Giants and you still have a top ten pick, I mean the Giants even more so. They have they have five and seven. So if you yeah. if you want to trade back with them, by all means go for it. There's gonna be a lot of mid like first round talent that's gonna be pushed back because quarterbacks are gonna go off the board. It's going to push another good player down, or you can tr- you can take those two picks, trade one of them, and get and move back up if there's a guy that you want that's falling. So, I mean, there's a bunch of options for these teams that if they they want to deal with the Saints, might as well pick up the phone and see, see what see what you can get. Yeah, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, and I mean, if they're going to run with Jameis, I, I think Jameis would have been fine if he didn't get hurt last year. Do I think that they're a playoff team? Probably not. I don't think yeah. that they're good enough. And the Eagles, the Eagles are right there. I mean, they made the playoffs last year. So, I mean, I think it's a good look on, on Philly for, for getting more future picks to keep rounding out this roster. They just have to figure out the quarterback. Yeah. And, and you know, they're just I, – I just – it irked me because I looked at, at what the Eagles got, and I, I still say that that first-round pick – very much well could be a top ten pick next year for the Saints. It could be. And now, and now you, ha- and now the Eagles have that. You know, um, I think- I do think it was. I think it was smart on both halves. I think you're right. It's a it's a plan for either both teams to try to help themselves just in case yeah. their quarterback situation goes to dog shit and helps the one to maybe potentially find a quarterback finally. Yeah, and I think I think if the Saints move up for a quarterback this year. I think they still sit him behind Jameis for a year. And I think that's the best move. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't see a world where they trade up to draft a quarterback and they they don't sit him. I think they need to sit him. Like, I fully understand that, um, that you could look at that team and you could say, you know, uh, why why would you trade up for a quarterback and then not start him? Yeah. Because a lot of people have always said a top five, a top ten, 
you draft a quarterback, they're there to start. Well, I'm telling you, I don't think that there's a reason to have to rush that. I don't see a reason. And Jameis is already on a one-year contract, I believe it is, or a two-year extension, whatever it is. It's not a long contract. Yeah. Why would you not let him bridge you to the next guy? You ha- you have to. That would just be stupid. Yeah. And especially with the Saints, where they don't have an identity anymore. They since post Drew Brees era, they don't know what to do. They don't they're, know. What they're to do. And this this offseason has been so crazy, Nick, that a lot of people probably forgot that Kamara got arrested. Exactly. What was it? One day after the Pro Bowl. Uh, I believe so. So it's like. Your your top guy in Kamara got arrested. I don't know what came of it or what's going to come of it, but that's a problem. Michael Thomas is still not even on the field. Yeah. He's fighting with people in practice when he was playing. That's a problem. You have like five or six guys that take up your entire salary cap. That's a problem. This team doesn't know what to do. And the hearing for Kamara was postponed until April. So there you go. You still don't you don't even have a verdict on that know. yet. Nope. So it's like, what do you do now? Unless what you do unless you just sit at sixteen and nineteen and try to rebuild your team that way. Yeah. But again, to me that doesn't make sense. Why would you give up all those assets to, to, to get sixteen and nineteen? You use that to go get a quarterback. There's no reason yeah. why if you're giving me sixteen and nineteen, the quarterback is the only position I can see you trading up for. You're not going to trade yeah. for a lineman at at whatever in the top five. It doesn't that doesn't really work. The writing is right there. You just have to read it. It's for a quarterback. It it has to be unless they they just plan on rebuilding and they just take sixteen and nineteen and they just take their picks there. Yeah. But again, what they gave up for him doesn't say at least to me doesn't say that they're just going to sit there. I just I feel like that they're going to. They're gonna move again, closer to the top, top five. That that's at least what I take from that. Yeah. And again, with Philly, you're like, yeah, dude, I have three first round picks this year anyway. Why not give up one of them? So. Yeah. No, oh, might as well. Yeah. Uh, we also have another wide receiver extension that happened today. Today. Of course, Stefan Diggs needs to stay in Buffalo. Faster. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, big you, money. You couldn't get traded to? You couldn't make Boy, a big stink and get out? We got that paper. You could have came to the Jets, damn it. No. <laughs> now nah, my man got a four-year extension, 104, and 70 mil guaranteed. God damn. These boys getting I'm, paid. I'm saying, man, like, these guys are getting paper. People like Jerry Rice and Chris Carter and fucking <laughs> Terrell Owens are like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, that, but that's also a product of the times, though. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, though. And I, you, I, look at, <laughs> you look at that shit and go, God damn! I was having a conversation with one of our friends, and he's like, these these players should not be getting paid these this much money. I'm like, well, not for nothing. I agree. Like, athletes make a stupid amount of money. They do. But they also generate you money. That's the thing. Exactly. That's why they get paid so much. Is because they're bringing in so much money from merch, ticket sales, just everything. And yeah, they kind of, they do deserve to get that money. Well, I think that's what a lot of people are looking at it as. Like, you know, not for nothing, but if if all these players on the field, 
let's say generate you, you know, five billion dollars of revenue in one year. Yeah. And every one of them is making no more than a million dollars for the year. Then that's a problem. You're kind of like, dude, what the fuck? And why do I want to stay at this company? Exactly. I mean, that's people, what I'm saying. People never, people never look at it like that. And I'm always like, but dude, like, imagine getting fifteen dollars, sixteen dollars an hour, and across the street somebody's hiring for fucking minimum wage. Yeah. Why the fuck would I ever stay at just, the minimum just wage? Just imagine job? if you were the best person at your position, and you're getting yeah. paid less than a part timer or somebody that doesn't do it nearly as good as you do. Exactly. Imagine you are the number one wide receiver. You're doing 1,400 yards a season, 10 reception touchdowns, and the guy that's a number two on another team is getting about $5 million more than you in yeah. a year. You'd be like, dude, there's something <laughs> fucking wrong. Exactly. And, now I, and, gr- and granted, I get it when people are like, well, maybe players should be a little bit more patient you know, with the rookie contracts, like, you know, like two years in and they're demanding deals. I get it. I get it. You, but at the same time, you came out of college, you got that rookie deal. It it is kind of what it is. By the it is kind it is kind of what it is. And by the end of it or the last year of it, yep. I promise you, as long as you're good and you and you just don't cause too much of a problem, you're gonna get paid. By they the, cannot not pay you. They're gonna have to pay you. By the end of your third year of your rookie contract, then you can maybe start if you're really that good, then maybe you can start talking about an extension. Oh, listen, I, I mean like if, if Micah Parsons keeps this up for two more years and he goes into year four of a five-year deal, yeah, there's a good chance he could go, hey, 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 what? Hey, me. Guys, come on, man. Like, what the yeah. fuck are we doing? And if the Cowboys look at him, the Cow- listen, the Cowboys paid people like fucking Jalen Smith. I think you could pay Micah Parsons. Yes, 1,000%. As long as, he can, as long as he continues doing what he does. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. And if you're as good as you're advertised, then, yeah, you deserve the money. Because in this league, yep. you really can't be patient. You you have to get your no. money when you have to get your money I when it's it. presented. I get it. You have Injuries, to. Injuries, bro. Yes. Injuries. That can cost you millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. And it's just like, yo, when you feel like you need your money, then go get your money. But for me, at least, do it after the third year. If you have three solid years of production, then, then let's talk. Then, then we can talk, but don't start running your mouth, saying making all this shit public. Like that to me is a is a turnoff. Like you have a rookie oh, contract. Yes. How about you live up to your contract first, and then we can talk. And if then you, we'll if, talk. Bro. But if you want to talk earlier and maybe set some some grounds a little bit, then fine. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. And if you both feel comfortable, then go for it. But Look, after year two, don't be coming saying that you want a contract extension. Sorry. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Some make sense. Some make sense and some happen oh, of quicker course. than others. Of course they do. It also depends on the position that you play. Exactly. You need a quarterback. You need a left tackle. You you need a solid corner. Maybe yeah. nowadays, maybe you start seeing receiver. Very true. You You just need to. You need to get your money where it's presented, but in due time. Like I said, I don't yeah. like. Like I said, patience you can't really have, but there are some limitations that you need to take on yourself. Yep. So. Yeah. Anything else you want to chat about? Um. 
who like is there anybody that's getting you nervous about the draft like that they keep bringing your name your and their name as a fucking draft option because right. I know you guys are you guys are literally sitting there at four and ten. Yeah, I would think four would probably worry you a little bit more than ten. Uh, the one that keeps linking to the Jets is Drake London, this wide receiver from USC, the 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 tall dude. Oh, he's the dude's a beast. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He he has this ankle problem that's going on now. And really? He was supposed. Well, he had the ankle problem. I think he broke his ankle like. I don't know if it was the end of last year or whatever, but um, he was supposed to have his pro day this week, and they pushed it back between because they said he tweaked his hamstring. Yeah. Which I don't know how much I believe of it, about the hamstring. I think it's more or less the ankle more than anything. But yeah. I don't know. I I don't like this Drake London kid that much. If the Jets take him, then they take him. There's he he's kind of like a Mike Evans almost. Like with his size well, and his yeah. build. No, I get it. Six five, two twenty five. Like yeah. I yeah, absolutely. Could be studly. Yeah. Absolutely. But, I mean you only hope for it. Again, an ankle injury is something that's usually recurring, especially even if it is the hamstring now, an ankle and a hamstring, then it's like then that's two injuries that really linger around for a while. And I'm like, I I yeah. don't I can't do it. I, I'd much rather go with the Traylon Burks or Garrett Wilson. I said something on Twitter about Jameson Williams. I'm, I still don't know if I feel comfortable enough to take him or not. He's a kid that yeah. tore, he tore his ACL in the in the national championship in the game. National, yeah, yeah. So from I, I keep hearing different things about his recovery. Like I've seen videos of him recovering nicely. The time frame is still a little wonky. I don't know if it's he's gonna miss three weeks into the season or seven weeks into the season. So it's like, I don't know which, which way I don't really know, but if they want to take a risk on him, I think he's worth the risk just because he was probably going to be the top receiver out of the draft anyway this year. Yeah. But I don't know. This team needs to get healthy and drafting a player with injury concerns is not the right thing to do. No. No, nah, and I get it. You know, it's it, it could be how you would say high risk, high reward. You know, kind sure. of a, kind of an ordeal. Like I know, I know for us, I know I keep hearing uh, Kenyon Green. Yep. From Texas A and M. Dude, I I, I keep it, when you're in La La Land over by twenty four, like you kind of just go, you know what? It is what it is. I hope for the best, and I just hope that they address one of the two spots. And I will say this. The, the the third option that's potentially possible, some people were saying they may go with, like, pass rush. I'm always good with pass rush. Like, I never think you can have enough pass rushers, Dude, if there, that makes sense. There's a quite a bit of mock drafts that having George Karloftis fall, and I don't understand why. Yeah. He's an edge rusher. But another name that I keep hearing is Tyler Linderbaum is falling in. That's the one that I have no idea why. That's stud yeah. center from Iowa. and I've heard the same shit. And I'm like... Why? This dude is, like, arguably the best interior offensive lineman in the draft. The center. Yep. I, I get center isn't really valued that much, but if you have a cornerstone for the next decade plus on your team, why not? If you need a center. Yeah, no. And there, there was rumors I mean, that, I... that he would go at 10. 
early on a couple months ago. <laughs> and now 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 people are are thinking that he's going to fall out of the first round. Like how the how does that happen? But it's just, just uh... it, it's just a crapshoot at this point. I don't think anybody knows what the hell they're talking about anymore. <laughs> I'm at yeah. the point where it's it's literally a shot in the dark. Cuz this kid Trayvon Walker, he's another edge rusher that you didn't hear anything about him until like two weeks ago. Now he's going like he's projected to go like number two to Detroit. You I'm like, know, what? You almost want to know who the fuck are they paying? <laughs> I I think it's team like the Thibodeau thing like things. People are like oh it's concern. He's got like he takes plays off. There's concerns. I'm like, shut the hell up, shut up. I mean look if yeah. it, if it's the Jets leaking that stuff out to set up a nice little. The smoke screen, so he falls to four. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I've even seen something crazy like that. Jordan Davis going to the Cowboys at 24. Yeah. Like, I, it it's hard because, like I said, when you're not in the top 10, it's really hard to like kind of predict. Like last year, it was you know everything was understandable. A lot of names were in play, and I was like, bro, there's quite a few names that I want. Yeah. And they. They really didn't get any of the names that I originally had, though I knew Micah Parsons was arguably the best defensive guy in the draft. Yeah. So I kind of was like, yeah, you know what? I can't really disagree with this draft pick. And but he hey, fell. What he, do you What do you know? <laughs> but he fell because there's character concerns. That's what they said. And again, you know, <laughs> knock on wood if you're with me, man. After season one so far. Very good. Have zero problems right now. There, he, As of right now. Exactly. I have not seen one single character concern with him. I have not seen one single character concern. All I've seen is a lot of production. Yeah. So A ton of production. Again, I think a lot of these rumors are just smoke screens by teams where they just leak information to just hope that it scares other teams off so they fall to your, to your team. I think that's what yeah. a lot of it is. But I'm very, I'm very I, curious to see where these quarterbacks go, though. I want to see who's going to reach. Um, I'm very, I'm, I'm curious as well. Honestly, I am. I'm very curious as well. I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't believe in any of them right now. But again, you know, all you need is that one. All it right? takes is, is one, one guy to yeah. just cause chaos. All I just, it it's, it's just always so funny. Um, that I'm going to predict, because we always predict a crazy draft, I'm going to predict this draft like nothing really happens. I, I don't know. I, I No, see. no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict that like nothing really happens, and then I'm going to hope that on that night we get fucking blown away. Oh, I hope so. I'm going to get blown away. I want people to start trading their fucking futures <laughs> for fucking first overall picks for nothing, for no reason. <laughs> Like this Aiden Hutchinson. I don't know, man. Maybe he's that good, but uh, that uh, I, he's I don't already, feel it. I'm not feeling it. Oh, you're not feeling it, Big Aiden. No, I'm not. I feel I feel the uh, uh whatever. I never could pronounce his name from Oregon. I'm yeah. feeling him. He looks like a fucking beast. Yeah. Hutchinson really came on this year, like the back end of this year. Yeah. And, no, I get it. I just I don't know if I get too. the watt like I don't know if I get the watt like vibe. <clears throat> well, that that's the thing is this class is not superstar heavy at the top like previous years but the depth and the overall talent is more spread throughout the first two rounds that makes sense yeah 
So no, like, it, it's almost equal talent across the board for a while, instead of a couple yeah. top heavy guys, and then the fall off is just significant. It's not really like that. So, I don't know. I uh, I plan on doing some some jet stuff soon. Like, we are getting closer to the draft. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna do some some Jets content. I may dabble in that a little bit. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah. I think that's gonna be fun. That's what he's doing. He's doing it, bro. Um I've come down the last like fifty three, fifty two days. Yeah. Look, you can Things always back out if you want. Up. Things are tightening up. Yeah. They're tightening up. <laughs> These bands aren't tightening up though. Bruh. Dude, what is my god? What, like, what do I do if I can't find anything? What happens? Like I, uh, like I mean, we could talk about this off air, <laughs> honestly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Shelby's. I think Shelby's in the boat of you buy the forty-inch waist ones and you pray. I don't know. I'm gonna keep looking though. <laughs> Only because everything has to match. That's the problem. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Uh, all right. Well, it's all happening, bro. <laughs> well, if uh, if people want to contact you, right? If they want to talk that ish, or can they talk find that you? ish? Find out about life. Uh, you can find me at Johnny Mons on the Twitter. Uh, maybe I could save your life, your team, your draft. One tweet at a time. But only one, though. But only one. No, no more than one. Because if you go, if you go for more than one, good chance you may get blocked. Just saying. Oh, you you may get blocked, and don't be mean to people. Yeah, don't don't be a butthole. Like, come on. Don't do that. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to find me at dbor twenty seven thirty, that's dbor two seven three zero on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show Brotherhood of Podcasting on all major podcast platforms: SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Brotherhood of Podcasting on everything. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We do appreciate you. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Goodbye. Catch you on the flippity flip.